When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One day in the pub, Seb and Verity were socialising with hilarity. They knew there and then that their options were vast. They bought some equipment and made a podcast. What do you think you are doing, you twits? It's cliched and obvious, you know. My name is Seb Philpott. And my name is Verity Simmons. And this is Three in a Bar. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you've never listened to this podcast before, let me tell you what it is. Oh, do. It is a <laughs> podcast where we chat to a different musician every week. That's right. And it could be someone who is a pop star. It could be someone who is a tour manager. It could be... A euphonium player. Euphonium player, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, a, yeah. a musical director. Mm-hmm. A fixer. That's right. We talked to one of those. We've spoken to a music journalist. Oh, look, we're just going over yeah. our CV now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. It's painful. Well, <laughs> this week, we feel like it's almost like back to our, our roots. Yeah, it's in a way, great. Because it's, uh, it's an orchestral musician. Yeah. We haven't done one of those for a while, have we? No, wasn't it lovely? Yeah, it was really nice to be back in that world yeah. of the orchestral scene. Do you want to tell us who it is, Verity? Yes, I do. This week we are chatting to Amy Thomas, who is well, hey. a viola player. Yeah, well, hey, indeed. She has been in the CBSO since 2009. And in fact, I met Amy just before that, maybe a year before that, when she was in South Bank Symphonia. Um, What's South Bank Symphonia? Oh, it's funny you should ask. South Bank Symphonia. It's, um, it's an orchestra that's set up kind of like a bridging scheme between musicians being at college and uh, it going into the profession. So it is like, it's, it is a professional orchestra, but for young people, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just brilliant. I did a year with them and it's an amazing scheme, just sets you up for the profession. It's like a one-year contract, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then next year you'll get kicked out and then another lot Yeah, totally ungraciously just kicked out to the curb and they get a whole <laughs> bunch of new ones in. It seems like a lot of fun. I never did it myself. Yeah, but, so much um, fun. Great tours. Yeah. Brilliant times. Yeah. I actually met Rob in South Bank, so... Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's great. <laughs> actually, we've, we've had a few other people that have been in South Bank. Johnny Abraham did South That's Bank. That's right, Australia. yeah. Uh, Aaron Menon was in my year, Dr. Arun oh, Menon. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who... Congrats on getting the pronunciation right the second time. <laughs> oh, God, I thought I have to this time. Shameful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we don't just talk about South Bank Symphonia. No, we, we don't. We also talk about 
trialing for orchestras. Yeah. And uh, Amy has been, obviously as a member, has been on both sides of that, mm-hmm. being a trialee and a trialer. <laughs> I guess that's right. That. Lovely. But she's also, she started presenting on their social channels for the CBSO. Yeah. So she talks all about that and uh, she hadn't really done it before, mm-hmm. but she's uh, very natural at it. And, yeah, she's uh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in the lockdown, Amy brought out some duet videos with her husband, trumpeter Alan Thomas, Mm -hmm. and they're very, very good and very inventive, all done at home because no one could go anywhere, of course, but excellent fancy dress and production values. Absolutely. Um, So we talk about that, but there's also links in the show notes. So if you want to find it, get a little quick refresher course of what we're talking about before... um, (laughs) before we get to the interview. Well, should we, should we get straight into it? Let's do that. All right. Okay. Listener, come with us now. This is Amy Thomas. Hey, thanks so much for chatting to us today. Not a problem. It's really nice to see you. It must have been about five million years since I've actually seen you in the flesh. I, I think. think it probably is about that. I mean, was it South Bank Symphonia time? I, yeah, I reckon it was. So wow. when were you in South Bank? Oh, very recently, yeah, about yeah. three years ago. <laughs> Maybe two um, years, three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They called it SBS 5. Don't know when that was. Well, you know what? I realised this recently. It's very ageing. If they call it still a number, oh. if you're one in that category, it means that we're in the olden days because I was SBS 2 and essentially <gasps> that is classified as... The Baroque era. I, I mean, think. that really, that's yeah. pretty antique, isn't it? It really, really I thought I was is. bad. <laughs> you make me feel better. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you ever do any South Bank? Uh, no, I didn't, but I had lots of friends who did. And I used to hang around one incarnation of SBS, stay out late in the Archduke and the Hole oh, in the, the Wall Archduke. and the various other places and try and get off with people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't do our year was very sensible. Oh yeah, notoriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember coming away to Wales with your year. I won't say too much more than that. Let's just leave it there, shall we? It it all sort of changed a bit somehow after after our year. It all got a bit. um, I don't know. But the next year we came back and we were like, well, and they yeah. were all very serious. So I was like, oh. Well, I remember hearing that. I'd, see, this is it. I did, this is the myth on the street with South Bank. I remember them saying to us the year after ours, oh, they got they went for a sensible year because you lot were <laughs> just a nightmare. I mean, you know, like our French tour was it's really renowned for for dreadful behaviour, so much so that... So we were staying at Jonathan Sumption's place, who's in the news at the moment, actually. Oh, yeah. In France, they put on this little festival at his place, where they, which they used to... The locals called Pinochet Gates because he bought it with the money he got from the Pinochet trial. Oh, wow. He actually... Him and his wife moved out during the time we were there. I think they were expecting this very low-key, polite, classical orchestra, and what they got was quite different. <laughs> yes, it's... Um, yeah, we had a bit of that going. Did you ever do Anghiari as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a good fun. In fact, I, I had to do my concerto in Anghiari. Mm. Um, oh, that's cool. My concerto. So that was, you know, the classic, yeah, <laughs> a bit tired, just, you know, scraping away on my viola. With, um, <laughs> that was, yeah, probably wasn't my finest moment, but it was good fun. <laughs> no more concertos since then. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> apart from 
from auditions, though. Oh, um, yeah. How much longer after finishing Southbank did you go up to CBSO? When was your audition, in fact? That was probably 2008. Right. So, so not- the year after, maybe. Or oh, okay. It was a sort of that... I think I can't, you know, I'm so bad at dates. I was actually going to do some revision on my life because I've literally no idea when anything happened or who I am anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, what what is this? So yeah, so I think it was pretty much soon. I did a bit of freelancing in London and then, and did some pretty dreadful auditions, you know, very innocent sort of turn up. Yeah, sure. It'd be fine. Not fine. (laughs) Haven't been back to those orchestras since. So yeah, so then it was... That was CBSO, and I was like, yes, take me, please. Was it a long trialling process there? It was a bit of a strange one, actually, at the time, because I did an audition, got trial, did one patch, and I didn't hear from them for Mm. a long time. And so I was like, okay, fine, don't worry about it, you know. And I got a call saying about maybe four months later saying, yeah, so you're down to the final two. And I was like, oh, oh, totally thought I'd been rubbed. Right. Okay. Can you come in? Okay, fine. And then did a couple more weeks and then, and that was that really. I think we're quite decisive in our section sometimes, but again, that was a long time ago now. So do you understand that being on the other side of it now, you know, when you have new people coming in, must be really, really hard, is it? To to trial people? Yeah. It's really weird because I've sat on a few audition panels now and, and I just feel like a bit of a, you know, I always have that sort of, what's it called? Imposter you know, when you syndrome? Think, yes, that's the one. <laughs> and you just think, well, why am I judging you? This is really weird. And it's always that thing, isn't it, where you think you're going to get found out. And I've oh, just yeah. about got over it, sort of. But that's probably because I haven't played the viola for a while. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting around in my pyjamas all day. It's kind of, yeah, I could do this. Yeah, it's um, been a great leveller, hasn't it? Because we're all on that level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, I've actually put now. clothes on today as well. So you're really Thank lucky. You for that. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I do wear clothes, you know. I'm, I mean, as opposed to like loungewear, tracksuits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so when you get people in trialling, do you think that when you're, what are the sort of things that you look out for? That's a really interesting question. What do I look out for? I just like to sit next to someone who is contributing in a really positive way, but also it's really comfortable to sit next to. Just I like sitting next to people who I feel are my friends. And just someone who plays, someone who's natural, someone who's not someone who's not pretentious. You know, and you get these people who come in and they're all like, "Mm, you can't so it's a really bad thing to do on radio, (laughs) isn't it? But Amy's doing a lovely face to go with that, actually. classic pretentious face she's doing yeah yeah you know like the old scroll sniffer i don't know what the i don't know what the scroll uh, sniffer that's is that a string term is it that's a cello cello yeah oh i know what you mean yeah yeah they're like (laughs) you know yeah you both went to the left there as well it's interesting i guess that's that is where it goes isn't it that is where your scroll is why did you make me worry that you made me think i'd forgotten how to play hold a cello (gasps) (laughs) for a second i really panicked i thought oh my god i literally don't know how to hold it (laughs) yeah (laughs) clicking back into cello position (laughs) (laughs) do you think you often suss it out quite quickly if you've got people there do you like within the first couple of times they've been in do you think you you've kind of worked out whether they're right I mean, yeah, it's, it's always different, isn't it? And 
a lot of the time it, you think it's really easy to tell and then something might happen and you think actually that's not going to work or you know you might be really judgmental obviously I'm not very ju- judgmental at all um but you know we all have the possibility to be like oh he looks a bit annoying or whatever and then a year later they're your best friends so yeah. I think you just have to try and be as less less judgmental at least I haven't had a conversation with an adult for a while by the way so I'm really sorry I can't talk Um, yeah so just try uh, we'll try and be non-judgmental and the thing is I think when you're training people you really want people to do well so you want them to have a good time and you want them to fit in and but you know I remember being on trial and and you just you feel totally not yourself the whole time and I feel like I spent my whole trial basically pretending not to be me in case they didn't like me and then when I got the job I was like (laughs) 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 they're like oh no they're like you're really quiet (laughs) yes I was acting (laughs) 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 I fooled you When I was what, the student, you know, the, the LSO string scheme, when mm. I was a student, and I literally spent every break time hiding in the toilets because I was too scared to talk to anyone. So oh. I know, oh. it's pathetic, isn't it? Do you feel like the same person now? Do you think, would you do that? Do you find yourself in a similar situation ever? I'm really tempted to do that now, yes. But I generally do try and talk to people. <laughs> but to be honest, I mean, I'm quite institutionalised now. I haven't been into another orchestra for a long time. So I actually can't imagine what that's like now. I've just sort of, it's very, very comfortable. It's like putting on a comfortable pair of shoes, isn't it? And put your dressing gown on. And so, yeah, I probably would, to be honest. No, I wouldn't. No, I've, I'm definitely, um, I've learned to not hide in toilets. Yeah. <laughs> With the presenting work you're doing for CBSO, which is fantastic, by the way, I've just been scrolling through reams of it this week and it's just brilliant. Was this something you started at the beginning of lockdown or had you been doing it for a while with them? No, I mean, it was very much a sort of frustration of wanting to do something to connect with audiences and I feel very much that the classical music world can be quite I don't I wouldn't even say it's it's not snooty but it's got a certain disconnect from so many audiences and obviously with the orchestra being furloughed we were very limited you know we're really lucky we're in such a lucky position but it was that thing where you can't you can't reach anyone because you're furloughed so you can't do anything and then after the summer it's the summer of lockdown and when it all started to you know ease off a bit we had this the centenary concert for the um, CBSO 100 year birthday and I was just like right we need to do some something different on social media and it sort of didn't it, it did it just sort of happened like Jess and I were like we'll do a social media takeover and then at the last minute I was like well how about we just ask everybody as many questions as we can in 60 seconds without saying um which I'm really bad at and also Stephen Maddock who's our chief exec he we always take the mickey out of him a bit for saying um and he knows we do that but so I sort of invented this competition so it was 60 seconds answer as many questions as you can about yourself without saying um for every um you get a point taken off so he was one of my victims and he was really annoying because he did all questions and he didn't say um once and I was like oh you've ruined my whole plan (laughs) and then I was doing it with Jess Tickle who is one of my friends and fellow viola players and she was like oh I don't want to ask the questions will you ask the questions I was like okay so we had this you know I had my phone and she was we had a little tripod comedy tripod set that all up and just asked everyone um who was around basically so we had Adrian Lester and Sir Simon I saw that one yeah Adrian was pretty cool was he lovely oh yeah 
I, I was definitely on like full blabber mode. <laughs> but he's like so, so super full of energy as well. That's infectious. And I saw you asking Simon Rattle to make a noise like an elephant. Which yeah. is great. Did you ever think that was something that would feature in your career? <laughs> Not particularly. That wasn't on my uh, list of achievements. It was the. It was only on the. the what colour was his, was his toothbrush? That was the question. Oh, yes. Mm. What did he say again? It was horrible. He's like, wasn't brown it? with stains. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know how to react to that. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> That's all everyone will ever think about now when he's in with you. Oh, my God. (laughs) It stuck with me. It stuck with me. Was that the sort of first time you'd done any sort of presenting to camera or that kind of thing? Yeah, literally just go. But it was good fun. In South Bank Symphony, they sort of encourage you to talk to the audiences and kind of present yourself, right? Yeah, no, didn't do that. Oh, you didn't do that? Weirdly, and I, you probably can't really, people always think this is strange, but I've always sort of shied away from that. And, you know, the thought of talking in a quartet concert, I was always long like, no, not going to do that. But over the years, I think I've just sort of, got over myself a bit also the thing is about the ones that we do is it's just my phone so as soon as you've got someone's like a cameraman standing there i'm like oh hello so in a way it's it's a bit easier because you've got there's no one watching you it's just although obviously they are when you put things out but so for those behind the scenes footage ones that you're doing and also for the composers composer of the week isn't it i think those questions yeah, is that, yeah. again is that with the iphone or are you doing yeah. they look really professional though i mean oh, especially thank you. Those, well done <laughs> the behind the scenes one I, it looks like you've got some sort of fancy camera scenario no no? no i'm literally backstage just like walking around like this yeah <laughs> For anyone who can't see, I'm just holding my phone up to the computer. With a credit card. I was trying to read the numbers, oh, yeah. but I wasn't quick enough. <laughs> yeah. Seven, nine, two. Yeah, this is, yeah. Get it down so like, quick. <laughs> yeah, this is my wallet these days. Shows how much yeah. I go out. It was my handbag, in fact. <laughs> but do you feel like you've got a real taste for it now? Because... It seems, you seem very natural in front of the camera. Do you think this is something you'd like to explore more when you're back up and running with the orchestra properly? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good, it's a nice challenge, isn't it? It's something different and it is really good fun. And I like I like the editing side of it as well, because mm. um, obviously I can try and edit myself to not look totally stupid. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we're very good at that ourselves as well. <laughs> <laughs> or conversely, yeah. Yeah. stupid, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's the bit I like. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're all, all those two minute videos actually take me 20 minutes. So I'm just, yeah, just cutting them down nicely. Love. Just every word is nicely cut and pasted. The CBSO have been brilliant, it seems, at, at really adapting during this time though because there's so much digital output like the concerts all the centenary concerts I saw some chamber music ones I mean that's excellent because I you know it must be really hard and would you say that they've been proactive and you felt you know there's been some continuity yeah I mean I think we we've sort of formed a digital team because there's a few of us that just feel really strongly that we we can't just carry on you know whatever happens pandemic or no pandemic classical music and orchestras are in a completely different age aren't they yeah I think the thing I hate about it most is that people just see these stuffy little people sitting on a stage and I look around the orchestra and I see all these 
fantastically vibrant characters. Every single person I interview in the orchestra is different. They all give something completely different. They all have different quirks and personalities and hobbies. And, you know, some of them you think you're not quite sure how they're going to come across and they're just, you know, really, really beautiful things. So we sort of came together as a team and we sort of teamed up with marketing and we just want to show that you know, symphony orchestras are for, for everybody. It sounds very corny, doesn't it? But, you know, we are for the masses. And, and and that's what we're sort of hoping to do with all these digital projects and beyond as well. Hopefully when things are back to normal, we want to, to become much more diverse. And that's what we're sort of hoping to do with all these digital projects and beyond as well. Hopefully when things are back to normal, we want to to become much more diverse and just be accessible and be something fun that people relate to rather than something that people don't do because it's snobby or yeah yeah that's so good there's so much you could do but when you start looking at it and look at all the content that's out there on, on youtube and, and that's where people are sort of consuming a lot of their media especially when they can't see live stuff but people yeah aren't just people aren't just watching on telly and you don't really see orchestras on telly ever anyway do you no. so i think it is like trying to harness it and you know, put it into that like YouTube space because I think that's where people might watch it. Well, that's the thing, you know, it's trying to put ourselves in the young people's shoes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Because exactly. yeah. they, you know, my um, stepkids watch everything on YouTube. Oh, whereas God, yeah. I sort of hadn't really thought about YouTube so much, you know, because we're sort of a Facebook generation, you know, Twitter, mm. and I only really got to grips with Instagram, embarrassingly, fairly recently. So I was like, I don't get it. What, what is this hashtag and post and story and whatever? So I'm still practicing, bit of an But yeah, YouTube is, if you can get something good going on YouTube, then you're sorted, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I've always been really derogatory about YouTube because I see the things <laughs> that the boys watch on there and just think, this is such oh, crap. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But... You're absolutely right. It's just because I am now the old person that I used to see, you know, my parents and when they used to complain about what I watched, they've just moved oh, on. Yeah. It, but it is unbelievable some of the things they see. Like, but, they're not so much into unboxing, but they like watching other people play computer games. Oh, th- it's exactly what I was going to say. It's, Do you it's, have that? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's that guy? Dan, Dan Tedium. Tedium. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what we said. All the old people say, Dan Tedium. And every time they go, oh, it's not funny. <laughs> it's like, well, it, it is funny, though, Tedium. It, it actually is, yeah. But it's, and then they go and play their games and then sort of commentate on their own games as if they're in the same patter it's so bizarre isn't it it's bizarre isn't it have you seen the one called stampy cat Hmm. oh god you've got to watch this guy he's got a laugh like jimmy carr but more annoying possibly Mm. and his friend sometimes comes into it as a girl and if i hear her voice it just makes me want to put my fingers down a blackboard (laughs) or something i'm doing my own jimmy carr there now (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Stampy Cat, that's on You've the list. You've got to go and watch it, both of you. Stampy Cat. Okay. He plays Minecraft and it is yeah. so messed up. That's one uh, for you. I don't actually mind Minecraft. I think that's quite good. Like build a little house and stuff. That's, yeah, it is. It's just when it's aided by the dulcet tones of Stampy Flipping Cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Stampy Cat, is he called Stampy Cat, Mr. Stampy Cat? I don't know what he's called in real life. I like to think that he's got a really dull name. Yeah, like... <laughs> I can't think of. Norman I'm really worried about Stampy offending Cat. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> say any names because there will be someone listening. But he must be doing something. That if he's got all these, I presume thousands of subscribers, he must uh, absolutely. I mean, he, he's super famous. Is, yeah, is he, all right. He's probably got like a, a million subscribers. I reckon. Yeah, he's so got he, an annual even. So Stampy Cat what? 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so what's 
going to be the alternative? What what can I do to make myself the the stampy cat of of the classical God, music world? Do it. Just talk over a symphony orchestra concert. Um, Put on a CBSO oh no, concert and then just violin. talk. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Nailed it. That's it. A million viewers. Boom. (laughs) I think a lot of it is just flooding it with stuff, like putting stuff out all the time. I bet Stampy Cat is doing a video every, at least every week. Probably. Yeah, he's just having his pilchards and then he's popping another one out. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Pilchards good for the brain. Yeah. Is that because you mean because he's like uh, a cat? Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> I'm not making some in joke. I thought, is he like an old, really old man? <laughs> I was thinking he was comics. having a bit of a omega three to like make sure his video's really snappy. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna look good. He's, he's taking his seven C's and uh, he's feeling good. <laughs> yeah. So it's worth it in his pocket. He's good to go. I've seen so much stuff on YouTube actually recently. I've been learning about how to sort of run a YouTube channel and put stuff out and because well, I just see it as it's going to be sort of part of our life isn't it if we we need to sort of be a bit more diverse with our mm. output it's not you can't rely on obviously can't rely on live music so I don't know I think it's a really fascinating medium but How I think you the, start though like yeah. if you started a channel then well I'm, I'm, I'm I want to I've got some ideas of what to do just like but I, that's tricky as well because I've got some ideas like I want to put out some content me playing the trumpet but I want it to be kind of funny or cool or interesting and not yeah. totally lame because yeah that's the, there are trumpet channels out there but they're not very well made or edited or filmed or anything and it's a lot of it's really boring mm-hmm. and when you look at something yeah. like the photography side of youtube which is like the slickest thing ever it looks amazing and like you could just make a living on youtube just reviewing cameras or just saying oh this is the new lens cap like it's really good <laughs> or you could just have a channel where you just talk about how to have a good youtube channel i don't know there's got to be a way of doing it where, where you're doing putting out music yeah or, or just talking about music i think the thing is about getting the audience in isn't it it's about yeah. musicians being turned on to using youtube as a medium because at mm. the moment i think you know there is an audience for techie people because they do automatically go to the internet to look for things yeah, that's true. but at the moment yeah. it's finding trumpeters who are going to log on to youtube and think this is where I'm going to find my stuff. Yeah, but it's also, you know, when you find yourself in a rabbit hole and you just, you find yourself just watching an old man paint a fence and it's just <laughs> really entertaining. And that's what he does on his channel. And he's got a million subscribers. Yeah. He's doing something there that's just entertaining. You can't look away. And, and that's, I mean, that's a trumpet alternative of that. Yeah. Long notes. Yeah. A lot of classic. What I gather from watching lots of it is like just being yourself and very much like if you're on trial somewhere be try and be yeah, yourself that's exactly what i did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't hide in the toilet <laughs> well, actually i think that'd be a really funny video that would be great <laughs> yeah. i think you could do a channel of that you talk about your musical director there it, she, who now please will you say her name oh. us? we both tried beforehand go on <laughs> do i have to i really should be able to say it okay we can cut it in don't worry okay okay <laughs> In fact, on the tour, we made a whole video of the orchestra trying to say her name um, (laughs) because we did a concert in Dortmund. And at the end of the concert, it was a really epic, long concert. It felt like it was about quarter of midnight. And we were all just getting up, ready to leave the stage. And a screen came down from behind. And we were like, oh, okay, what's going on? And this like big projector starts up. And they'd made this whole film about our music director 
and all the staff in the whole building because they absolutely love her in Dortmund and they were like doing their jobs like cleaning the forks they go mega gratinite tila and then this guy comes in with a vacuum cleaner he's like mega gratinite tila and then they said I mean it was just the most bizarre thing it went on for about seven minutes and the whole orchestra just sat there going what is going on and that finished so we did an orchestra version of that so that's I've now said it did you get that go on say it again yeah Go on. Go on then, Seb. Mega Gratinita Tila. That's not bad. I, I, I went off at the end there. So. Yeah, yeah, the last word was a bit. Tila. Tila. Mega Gratinita. Oh, I wrote it down. That's why I'm trying to read it. I can't read my writing. Mega Gratinita Tila. Nila Tila. Melody. But she's amazing, isn't she? How are you finding it working under her? Yeah, I mean, she's completely different to anyone I think I've ever met. And she's totally full of energy and crazy ideas. And yeah, the audience loves her. And it's just been a really interesting few years. It's funny because obviously you you have different music directors at different times and they all, all bring different things. And she's just extended her contract for another year, which is great. And then after that, she's going to become our principal guest along with Kazuki Yamada, who is um, an absolute beauty of a conductor as well so that's great so hopefully that will be a, a really nice relationship for the orchestra for the future was it but, yeah. a complete change of direction then when she came in oh massive I mean because it was Andreas Nelson's there before who's now in, in Boston and I mean completely different completely di- you couldn't you yeah. know he was absolutely bonkers in incredibly amazing way incredible sort of generous musician but they're they're all bonkers in their own way aren't they you know I think that's what makes them so brilliant I suppose yeah yeah did the programming change a lot oh yeah massively yeah Andres was very to be fair Andres and me had a big you know similar he loved all the like Strauss, Richard Strauss, not oh, Johann Strauss. Yeah. He can do one. And, you know, <laughs> Bruckner, Mahler, Chike, all we did all the big stuff, just like, yeah. And I just, I'm really, well, I really miss doing that kind of stuff. Mega's very much, you know, in really interesting programs as well, but just just completely different, you know. But we've done some really cool, if I can remember what it was called, Weinberg. Do you know Weinberg? No. No. We did, I can't remember which symphony because I can't remember anything about numbers, as I said before. <laughs> in the prom, we did it. And I, and I was being pretty judgmental and I saw the prom programme and I was like, what is this? You know, oh, Dorothy something and what's the, and then this Weinberg, oh, well, it's going to be a good prom, isn't it? And it was just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. I'll try, ah. and, I'll try and remember what it was, but it was such a cool piece. So, and we did this other Weinberg piece on tour and it was just like it was just yeah epic. where's Weinberg from is it German or wine mountain. do some research what was that Seb? sorry yeah. wine mountain wine <laughs> wine lands from the wine lands I don't know I don't know I I feel like I definitely up. should know and I've probably been told should I look it up yeah, look go on. on. All right, hang on. Go on. Then we can start again. I'll be like, oh, yes, he's uh, Austrian. <laughs> Weinberg. <laughs> feed you the lines. Um, compo- wait, Weinberg Waste Disposal. Is that the same guy? <laughs> Got to make a living where you can oh, these days, to be wrong. honest, don't you? <gasps> okay. Now, his first name is me. Oh, I'm not, I can't I can't even say it. I think he's uh, he's Russian. Okay, throw us some letters and see what we can do right, with them. Okay, M I E C Z Y Mike S L with a line through it. 
A-W. Mishlav. Also known as uh, Moisey or Moisha. <laughs> hey, Moisey. How's Moise. it going? <laughs> um, Mo- or Moisha. He's a Moisha. Russian... Oh, Moisha. Polish-born Soviet composer. Okay. So I said Russian, yeah. but actually not. <laughs> I, and obviously I meant Polish by Austrian, yeah, yeah, yeah. so close <laughs> we're all on top of this, this we, i'm all over this composer that i love <laughs> i couldn't even read the letter c I, I, I even said that wrong so august 2019 oh it's, it's feinberg's third symphony oh, oh it's so close are. to seven <laughs> oh. let's see what the review says oh this okay. is the worst piece ever written right three stars Okay. That's the oh my worst. goodness. That's the worst review you can get, isn't it? Three that stars. That is an it's absolute so, outrage. Yeah. That's so well, beige, isn't it? The three that's stars. That's so review. beige. Who's given and, them that? Uh, Who is this that from? That is Mark Pullinger yeah. from Bark Track. Hmm. Bark Track. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. yeah. Basically, what does he say? Uh, it says it's not as good as Shostakovich. And this is correct, Mark. But it says uh, Grazin. <laughs> Grazanite Taylor's conducting opens your ears. She is an artist with something really profound to say. And I won't carry on because that bit's not that's bit's negative. Oh, don't <laughs> about don't. someone we've already mentioned. I'm not gonna talk about that because that's oh. wanna keep the vibe vibe happy. Oh my god, does it say that Amy Thomas was really bad? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it wrecked it from there. <laughs> I don't know why she, I don't know why he singled you out. To be honest, do you know people say you can't hear viola players, but you really can sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the, the they're the tenor horn of the orchestra, probably aren't they? It's yeah. the middle of the band. Yeah, yeah. Alan Engine. wants to buy me a tenor horn. Ah, mm. yeah. And are you keen? Well, do you know what was because in the middle of lockdown when we did our brass off video. Mm. Yeah. And I had, I played, well, obviously I didn't actually play the flugel. Um, Trumpet is really hard. I'm just going to say fair play to you guys playing the trumpet. I mean, especially the stuff that Alan plays because he's he's quite good at the trumpet and plays very difficult things very well. He does play very difficult things. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not even talking like that. I'm talking like getting a note out. No. Because I did decide one day that I was going to teach myself the trumpet. This was before I had children. I thought, like, what can I do? And I found Alan's tune a day book so yeah. I was like right yeah. let's give it a go and I could get like three notes and I, you know, it's Superman I was like I want to learn Superman so I was like duh, 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 duh. and then the next note is too high for me <laughs> I was like he's like yeah I think you're more of like a tenor horn player I'm like I feel like that's not a compliment I don't know I used to learn baritone horn because oh. massive mouthpiece yeah 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 oh yeah give me a tuba like great yeah. They're pretty similar instruments. I think it's mainly the, I know the tenor horns are going to be going, no, they're not. But <laughs> it's, like, it's very much like West Side Story between those two guys, I think. Yeah. And then you've got the euphonium players. Whew, something else. Well, but, yeah, oh, that's cool. just different kettle of fish, isn't it? <laughs> they look the same to me. They're all pretty similar. Yeah. Mini tubers. Yeah. Those videos you made, they were very good. How many weeks did you do those for? Oh, I think we made 15 or 16 videos. Wow. Every Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. They're so good. So much work went into them, right? Yes. Right. And it was all me. <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, no, it actually was. I do joke about that, but yes, it was all me. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty intense because it only started from well, again, we were just like, what can we do to do something? You know, it's that 
I mean, you know, we all like everyone's sick of hearing about lockdown or whatever, but yeah. you know, at that at that beginning of the thing where you think you have your novelty couple of weeks, so you know, I've heard you guys talk about this a bit, and like, <laughs> yeah, so yes, it's great. And then after then you get to that bit where you're like, right, yeah, okay, good, right, ready, want to do something now. And we CBSO have a very good core dressing up crew. Oh, um, that's it. Okay, we wondered about that. <laughs> I mean, it's every single Friday night concert. There's, it's sort of, it's evolved over the years. It started off, like, I mean, I'm always sort of pushing for, you know, pushing things a little bit that we'd start off by just secretly getting get putting a fancy dress on in the toilet and then running on stage for anyone can stop you and in fact I did that in, in a CBSO Christmas concert because Simon Housie who's the chorus director sorry Simon if I've got that name wrong but he's you know king of chorus and in the olden days it was put your Christmas hat on for sleigh ride after the interval take it off again and one year I was like oh come on let's like cheer this up and he'd said in rehearsal and you must not wear your hats must take them off after the first thing so in the interval I went into the toilet and put a reindeer like a full mascot reindeer costume on <laughs> and someone got wind of it and the management came in and they were like you can't do this you cannot do this and I was like too late and I was just about to go out and I saw it so I like ran back into the toilet and when I had the like thumbs up that he'd got on I literally ran on stage with my baby like, I dressed as this reindeer <laughs> and I sat there like this and apparently he was just like <laughs> but he loves it and um, now we're pretty much full fancy dressed for the second half of our Christmas concerts so that yes. that happens I just it's so much fun and the, the percussion section are brilliant you know they've been like life-size presents and <laughs> what a life-size present in you know giant presents and whatever and yeah so every time we get an ABBA night or a queen night or star wars or whatever it's it's pretty full-on fancy dress at the cbso so that's a very long way around and saying that's why we basically started because we, we had an Elton John concert. Love a bit of Elton John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, what a guy. Oh, so, so yeah. So we were like, right, what should we do? Don't go break my heart. That's a classic duet, isn't it? So did a bit of quick little trans transcription. Yes. For trumpet and viola <laughs> transcription and <laughs> rummaged around in our extensive fancy dress box. And actually Alan ended up wearing the costume that I wore for our ABBA concert. So that was, you know, quite <laughs> handy. Found some pineapple glasses and that was it. And we just did our first video. And we're talking what green screens. Yeah. So that, come later? that came later. So that yeah. one was literally, we were like, Oh, I'm sure we've got a disco light somewhere. So we were like rummaging around in the room I'm in now, which is just full of, well, in fact, you can see behind me full of trumpet mutes. Oh, wow. ah, look at that. I mean, mm. honestly, that is a heck of a lot of trumpet mutes there. Yeah, and I think there's some more up wow. there as well. And you can see all that there's all up the, uh, some P trumpets. There's a it's like the British Library of trumpet <laughs> paraphernalia. Yeah, I don't know what that thing is sticking. Can you see that rusty thing sticking out of a bag? I was always one That's of them. Kind yeah, no, no one knows what they are. You just acquire <laughs> them over the years. We just leave the rusty trumpet alone. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we were rummaging in those shelves being like, we've got a disco light. And then we found the blank wall in our kitchen, put that on, played along. And then everyone was like, oh, thanks, that really cheered us up. And we were like, well, that was fun. So let's do another one. So the next week we did Aladdin. Oh. Looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, God, so amateurish. <laughs> because what I really wanted already by that point was a green screen. 
but we didn't have one. And I was like trying to like, I was like, maybe like a pink sheet will work. <laughs> so I was like trying to pin this pink sheet up on the wall. And then I was like, Mike, if I just press green screen, will it just work? And no, that didn't work. So we ended up <laughs> just sitting on a table on a rug. Um, <laughs> so like, there's always a way. If you haven't got the right stuff, yeah. you can still tell a story. So we had the yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I was like, you we can. need to make the rug look more like a flying carpet. Can you go and get some beans out the cupboard? So I think these like, cans of baked beans to try and make it look like the carpet was flying. We oh. sat there and, and I was trying to sit like this with my playing my I couldn't get my blimmin' Princess Jasmine costume. I kept getting my wig stuck under my armpit and it kept like, falling <laughs> off. And I was like, oh so it's like um, acorn antiques. I love it. <laughs> It's just the epitome of professionalism. I remember seeing some, maybe even further on in the series, that was so well edited and produced. Did you feel like your skills just getting better and better each week? (laughs) Um, I guess so. I don't know, really. I mean, I'm quite a perfectionist, but also sometimes I just can't be bothered. So I'm a bit of a weird person like that. But yeah, I got quite obsessed with wanting it to be right. But it was a pretty bonkers time, actually, because I ended up doing... But as I said, everything. Sorry, Alan. Sorry, darling. So I was literally at the beginning of the week would be like, right, what are we going to do this week? Okay, quick, think of something. Great, let's do this. That's a good idea. And then I would transcribe it all. So like that Star Trek and everything. And I'm I'm not, like, I don't do arranging. I don't do anything. So this was all completely new. I had like, I've got like a iPad from the 1980s. I know they don't <laughs> exist, but it, it is. It's so bad. And I've got that Notion program. So I've got no decent yeah. software. And I was like, how does this work? Like trying to get a crotch it on there and like mm. I was like how do I turn a natural into a sharp and so it was taking me like ages to do all that stuff as well and then trying to sort of get this like I was like duh, 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 and like you know bashing it in like completely unprofessional <laughs> so the week was starting off like that because also we had we've got my two stepsons as well we were trying to record it when they weren't here so they were here half the week and by the time we got Zach in bed which Zach is four now so he however we he was, yeah, three. God, good, yeah. good, good maths. <laughs> by the time he was in bed, sometimes it was like, by the time we'd set up and, you know, we didn't have any kind of professional setup either. So we like literally got these, like having our Alexas dotted around the room. So we had like an Alexa near us as like a monitor and then an Alexa near the <laughs> microphone and then another Alexa because then by the time both of us were playing, we couldn't hear. So by the time we got everything set up and, and you know, the, the iPad had to be on like the certain stool to get us both in and, oh, so by the time we did that, we, it was got, got to about nine o'clock and we were pumping like this music out of full volume and our poor neighbours, like <laughs> listening to like Star Trek or Fame on repeat and repeat as one one of us you know cocked it up and did oh no oh, i've got to do it again now so yeah poor keith and i they're very patient i took them some gin as an apology <laughs> did you remain calm with each other throughout i would say on the whole we definitely both had a little paddy at, at some point i remember there's a conversation it's like well this is meant to be fun it was not meant to be fun we're not going to do it anymore like classic okay fine well mm. yeah so there were definitely a few little diva drops yeah, I remember that so clearly from when we did some concerts in lockdown one that we literally just before we went on Instagram Live or whatever, we say, I mean, I literally hate you now. I hate you. And then turning on going, hi. Yeah. And it was painful. It really is. That's the thing. And then you're like trying to like turn on a sort of like persona and you're like, shut up. We'd basically do it. And then if we didn't finish by 11, we then had to, 
do it again the next day and then that would leave Thursday for me to edit and Friday but at the same time I was I'd set up I'd co-set up our local mutual aid group for for the village so I had the community phone at the same time on I think it was on I used to generally had it on a Friday so I was sitting there answering calls from people needing shopping or whatever trying to edit this video Alan was trying to look after Zach and, and the boys trying to I mean he was he can look after children and, and, and it was there and, and he was like do you think you're going to be finished soon you know it's getting to that time and I was like that's really not helpful like, yes I'll be finished when I can and you know sitting there over dinner like trying to be like you know couldn't I can't couldn't just let it go so obviously I was having to like re-watch every single little link and make sure it was all lined up and you know really nobody cares I'm sure it would have been fine but and yeah and then it would go out on a Friday and then I'll just be like <laughs> crash <laughs> Yeah. and then be like oh I look really stupid in that outfit oh. <laughs> <laughs> no they're brilliant I love it and you've actually those outfits are getting another another um airing at the moment aren't they I've seen you out running mm. dressed as a banana yeah yes now what <laughs> is all this Amy oh wow. I can hear the door opening sorry one oh. second oh, I've got a child approaching get him on the screen Theo are you gonna Hi, have Theo. To say hello get him on the mic He's actually he's just gone up above. Did you see the he's roof just move? Yeah, he's going to bed. Perhaps is under her, her son's bed. So he's coming out. Come and say hello, Theo. He's like, Mum, please, can I go to bed? Come and say hi. Yeah, I am. Come and say hi. Here he is. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. There's Amy. There's Seb. Is your yep. mum invading your room? And Henry. I have gone out. He desperately uh, wants to go to bed. He looks so tired. He's like, Come please on. let me go to sleep. Okay, Mom, he's plotted up. He is going to bed. I promise he is going to bed. He's just, he's moved out of here for now. <laughs> oh, he's like downstairs cruel? on a cold stone floor. <laughs> he he's got a blanket. He'll be fine. Cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cats are warm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Amy. So... <laughs> So, yeah, I want to know about the, why you're running in a banana costume, please. Ah, yes. Well, <laughs> any excuse for a fancy dress. And at the moment, we're trying to raise money for help musicians right. because they are doing amazing things and just want to, you know, show as much support as we can for, for you know, all the musicians affected you know the excluded musicians and everybody I know everyone's going through such a rubbish time so we thought we we did it last year we did a a running challenge and we ran 1250 miles in January so a couple of you is it just me yeah Yeah. I'm I'm a demon (laughs) Eddie is up eat my dust yeah so this is where I have to admit I'm actually really quite a bad runner but I'm still doing it and I had a bit of a slump last year actually so last year we ran that much and I got really quite competitive last year because it was like who can run the most and I knew it wasn't going to be me because I'm not good so there was a few of the guys like Alan obviously he runs a lot and John Holland another trumpet player he is bonkers at running and there are quite a few up there Dave Vines runs quite a lot he's doing a lot at the moment so last year it was more of a sort of competition between ourselves and I knew I was not going to come very high but I still managed 100k last January that is great wow that's amazing yeah, yeah, so then over lockdown, totally lost my mojo and just sat and ate and got fat and, you know. So I this year, you. I'm not quite as good. <laughs> <laughs> so I did my last, this time last year, I did my first 10K, having never run 
even 5k a couple of months before so I was really pleased with myself yeah but now it's so depressing I'm like oh week four of couch to 5k so difficult like you lose so quickly don't you totally Um, I keep thinking that at the moment every time I'm out I think why am I so slow I keep looking at (laughs) historical pictures of myself running really (sighs) quickly and feeling really pleased with myself and now oh I hate that smug past person of myself. I'm like, oh, look at you and your 10K. Weren't you clever? Whatever. (laughs) Exactly. The moment is is such a low winter sun. So yesterday I went for a run, saw my reflection really long on the ground and it just looked like it wasn't going anywhere. It was just like (laughs) going up and down, but not really going forwards. It's like, oh yeah, I I should just walk. It'd be quicker actually. so depressing. I do feel like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. walking is genuinely quicker and easier. Um, maybe I'll just do that tomorrow. Just do that. Yeah. 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 What are you due to be running tomorrow? How far? Well, I was due to be running today, oh. but that ah. didn't happen. Oh, well, I was meant to be running yesterday, actually, but that didn't happen. But snow, ice. And I do have some ice things for my trainers, but I, I took Ooh. them on a run last time and they hurt my feet. So I thought, oh. yeah, no, I tried. And um, they're a bit unbalanced because they've only got the spikes at the front. So I was like running a bit like a camel and I was like, <laughs> no, this isn't, this isn't going to work for me. So tomorrow, yeah, I'm going to have to do, a, well, ideally, you know, 50K or something tomorrow, but it'll probably be about three and a half. So yeah, so this year it's it's a team effort and just to try and raise as much awareness as possible really for, for help musicians and then on the 6th of Feb there's the dress up to stay in have you heard about this? No. I just read about it earlier yeah what is this? So also help musicians, Amelia Cormay-Jones, is who is musicians for musicians. She's like fab on Twitter and she's, you know, he, she's raised thousands and thousands of pounds for, for help musicians. She's yeah. amazing. And she's teamed up with the Oldworth Phil. I think yeah. that's how you say it. And there's they're doing putting an, like, an online event free tickets people are voting on music it's basically like an event like go and see a concert people are voting on the concert music and then people the, that some guests are coming in to chat and the basic premise is put your ball gown on and don't go anywhere to raise money so we'll be doing that on the 6th of Feb as well that's great which is a lot easier than running just so you'll smart. be playing for that one you no no, I don't know if you're... I can play anymore. I'll be dropping yeah. in for a chat, but no, I don't think anyone wants to hear my viola at the moment. Well, as you saw earlier, I'm not even quite convinced <laughs> that I know which hand holds which part of the instrument, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, viola at the best of time is dubious, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be having a chat. I might, you know, have some cheese, sit oh, in my ball wonderful. gown, a few sequins, a bit of lipstick, raise some money. Yeah. CBSO doing anything at the moment? Any plans or? Well, at the moment, it's all very Dunno-ish really I mean I, I guess it depends what happens but I, I can't see much anything we're not meeting up in person but we have got some plans social media plans things coming up we've got some um great stuff coming up for children because we've all felt that Port the kids are really, you know, missing out on some fun things. So I think it's is it this next week. There's going to be some stuff for little ones and then some stuff for slightly older ones coming out. And then, yeah, we're just trying to sort of celebrate things at the moment. So we will be doing something around Pancake Day. There's also lots of little oh, events. Yeah. So, yes. It's my, I think it's my favourite public holiday. Is it a public holiday? Should it's be not. if it isn't. It should be. <laughs> I love it. I it's love it. so good, isn't it? Yeah. I yes. just like lemon and sugar. That's my 
You cannot beat lemon and sugar. Yeah. Do you know what's really annoying about pancakes is that when there's more than one of you, you have to wait all the oh, time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Or you put the pancakes in the oven and then they're just not the same. No. And, and if you've got kids, you make them and then they eat them as fast as you make them. And then the batter's gone. You're like, great. Well, thanks. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the rule is eat them alone. <laughs> Yeah, secret little. <laughs> the last few years, it's just been me <laughs> cooking them on my own, on the hob, put it on a plate, eat it. While that's going, have another one going on the yeah. hob. And just get through the whole batter, which I've already doubled the recipe from like <laughs> Delia or something. How many uh, lemons have you got? You must have a lot oh, of lemons. Oh, you need a whole pack of lemons, yeah. 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 You can't lemon, scrimp lemon on the lemon. For, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> annual crop of lemons yeah. <laughs> it all goes in the show tuesday hey, so amy you've been up in birmingham for what 11 years now then maybe is it yeah Did 12 years in march 12 years in march yeah. does it feel like home yeah That's no great. definitely i was just thinking i don't actually live in birmingham i live in warwickshire oh do uh, you yes which oh, is completely gorgeous. different yeah. so i i live near well i say stratford but it's 20 minutes in Stratford, near Redditch, but we don't really talk about Redditch. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely home. I mean, I think I felt pretty much at home as soon as I, I moved up. It's like the glory days, moved into my own flat, bachelorette pads. That was yes. awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, um, and was that in Birmingham Central? I love yeah. Birmingham, by the way. Yes. I think it's a brilliant place. So Have you seen good. it recently? It's completely different. It's been completely dug up. Has it really? Yeah. What are they it, doing? Tram. Oh. <gasps> Mm. And yes. they've knocked down the, you know, where the, the old library was in, yeah. in Birmingham, like horrible 60s concrete, mm. disgusting building. That's all gone flattened. Um, and that all the beautiful bit by the town hall, that's all been opened up. All the buildings are being cleaned. So it's going to be beautiful. Because all around New Street Station is brand spanking new, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is very impressive. And New Street's very cool now. Yeah. Apart from the bits where the trains go, because that's still disgusting. <laughs> when I've had to walk from the station to Symphony Hall, you always sort of have to go round some horrible roads, like some underpasses or overpasses, or just try and run across a... Yeah, the, scary. The, yeah, is that better now? If they yeah, so? yeah, you just go up through... I've probably just been going the wrong way, to be honest. <laughs> Like, Last time I went there, I nearly got mugged. But, oh, uh, did yeah. you? Oh, God. Well, I got that thing where someone came up to me and was like, hey, mate, mate. And I was like, mm. oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, just, and I just, it's I, the wrong person. Yeah, no. I, um, go away. I managed not to get mugged. So. Well done. So I've never been mugged. Touch, I've never, I don't, also, I don't like to touch wood just for a laugh. No, I feel like that's a scary thing to say. Exactly. No, never been mugged. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait for it. That is not an invitation to anyone Guy listening. Guy runs into room. Go. <laughs> Lift Seba. <laughs> Gone. Ah, guys. <laughs> well, That's impressive. I have thanks. been mugged in Birmingham. Have you? Oh, no. Yeah. I, I gave a good fight, though, but yeah. he left me with the handles of my handbag. Oh, oh no. no. I was like, ah! Oh. Whereabouts was that then? Where'd... Um, re- really near to where my old flat was. Oh no, um, even worse. And and the next day, because I made a proper scene about it, I was like, I really don't want to be mugged. I'd get off like proper, proper screaming so much that I lost my voice. And the next day, Dave Vines, who is our bass trombonist, he said he had actually heard me from his flat. He was like, oh, someone's having a stinker out there. I was like, yeah, that was me. Oh. <laughs> I know. Yes. Grim story, right? Oh, no, but well done though, because that probably scared Garrett. me. See, have you ever been mugged? T- like not touching wood? No. Oh, um, right. Someone's going to come in for you now. I know exactly. One of my children. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's going to run back in. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> 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 hey, 
Okay, Amy, uh, you're, we've got something for you. We've got a quick fire Ooh. question round. Seeing as this is what you've inflicted on people coming into your orchestra, Ooh. we thought we'd do the same to you. Okay. Oh. Okay. okay, so we're going to, if this works, this is obviously going to be deeply slick as we are on Zoom, so it's going to yes. the time delay. It's going to make this yeah. really slick. <laughs> do you have to time it? Is it 60 seconds? Oh, God, I haven't even got any kind of timing facility. I don't know. That's not very professional. I don't think... Have we got enough questions? There's 11 questions, and that's how long it's going right, to take. so we can do one, one each, is it? We we'll are going to do one each. And, and Seb, you're going to kick it off, aren't you? And no ums or us. No, oh, okay. no. Okay, yeah. I'll do yeah? my best. Okay, are you ready? Okay, here we go. London or Birmingham? Birmingham. Brahms 2 or Shostakovich 5? Brahms 2. Cello or trumpet? Trumpet. Oh, yeah. Normal people in a red burgundy or Bridgerton in a slippery nipple? Normal people. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth. Barbican Centre or Festival Hall? Barbican Centre. 5K or 10K? 5K. Colleen <laughs> <laughs> Rooney or Rebecca Vardy? Colleen Rooney. <laughs> Brick Lane or Balty Triangle? Balty Triangle. Hey, Alan Thomas or Sir Thomas Allen? <laughs> <laughs> Alan Thomas. <laughs> Aston Villa or Aston Martin? Aston Martin. Hey, hey, you did, did very it. well. Fantastic. No hesitation. Well done, me. Yeah. See, you, you can not say when you put your mind to it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I guess that's a flaw in your format, but, but you know, people do say um still, don't they? So I think Elspeth, our horn player, said 16 ums. <laughs> did she? And at the end, she's like, I didn't even say it. I was like, no, yeah, you did. Yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> I love it that she wasn't aware. <laughs> yeah, she was like, really happy with herself. <laughs> this week, I, I got this, like, programme you can get, which it transcribes everything you've said in the podcast immediately, and then it can you can press a one button that selects all the ums and ahs <gasps> and just deletes them and wow. it's incredible you can also add in other words that no one even said you can just type <laughs> words in and it does some algorithm thing and just creates the voice no it, it is way very yeah. unethical yeah. Uh, but so Amy, just you wait. So we're gonna <gasps> you're not gonna believe what you said in this interview <laughs> can i give you like a challenge to put a weird word in somewhere yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is there a word in particular you'd like? Mm. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of any. <laughs> I don't think I've paid for that feature, but I will see what I, I think can... you should. <gasps> the problem is I actually can't think of any words. Yeah. Moist. 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 Oh. Well, you just mm. said it, so I could just... Uh... Well, let's see where you can, can put it spell that's a word out? inappropriate. <laughs> the problem is it could go in somewhere quite nasty, couldn't okay, it? Okay, no, let's go for... <laughs> okay, let's go for this one. Ta-i-na-sa-e-la. You've spelled that like the child way of spelling, haven't you? Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Can't do that one. T-I-N-S-E-L. Tin-sel. Tinsel. 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 Do you know, Do you know once I looked at a crossword, right? And I, I all but completed it. I was really pleased with myself. And then somebody <laughs> filled in the last word. And I went, oh, what? That is not even a word. Chicago. And they're like, Chicago, <laughs> try again. Oh, Chicago, right. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> that was so much fun, wasn't it? She's such a great talker. I hadn't met her before. Oh, right. No. But do you know Alan, her husband? Yeah, I yeah. know him. Yeah. But I've not really met him much. I've met mm. him like very quickly in passing outside like a pub and I don't think he'd remember meeting me. But, um, oh. we, you know, I think we've we've had the odds, you know, communication over the internet over the last year. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's very, very good at putting stuff up and, you know, I'm always quite, well, inspired by his, he's always practising, putting amazing videos up. Really? Oh, I might look them as well. And I think, oh God, I should do some practice. Yeah. Oh dear. If you need some inspiration to go and do some practice, check him out on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, check out the links to, to their videos because they are brilliant. There really so is good. so much production yeah. value in them, isn't there? <laughs> the the uh, Thunderbirds one was really good, wasn't it? I can't it remember. Like marionette. I don't know. I remember the one that really sticks in my Have mind is the wrong? Wimbledon one. No, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Wimbledon one. I thought it was very good. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Super Mario. Am I making it Oh, yeah. Up? No, Super Mario. Yes. No. <laughs> I've not seen it since it first came out, that one. So I can't remember if it was a, that was a dream. Should have been a dream. <laughs> no, I think you're right. That's good. Um, the other thing we didn't mention before we yeah. started was about the the running that they're doing at the moment for yeah. for help musicians that the CBSO are doing. But we'll stick a link for the Just Giving page, shall we, in our show notes. Yeah, they've yeah. made quite a lot of money already. I was just yeah. having a look at their, their total. Get them more money. Yeah. They're currently on uh, £1,700. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Do you know what? If I thought I was raising money for something worthwhile when I was running, I might run a bit more at the moment. That would be a good yeah. thing. <laughs> it's funny, like I, I I was really enjoying running earlier in the week and then I left my, my earphones at the house. Oh no. Staying at. So I just, I don't really want to run without headphones. It's no, not, no. It's just not quite as good. It's like, I know I've got to listen to my own thoughts, but. And also the breathing makes me stressed oh, hearing bre- my own yeah. breathing. It's very, it's like Darth Vader. <gasps> it's like, it, it's actually not as bad, is it, when you get back and you go, oh, I've had a yeah, bit of time to think mm. about things. Mm. But that's not really what, what I do the running for. I like no. the running to music and yeah. whatever. I've been listening so, to um, Parenting Lockdown Hell when I've been, when I've been running. Oh, yeah, that's been yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, I enjoy I've that. I've listened to that yet. It's good. I've heard it's great. It's good. They that go- is um, Josh Widdicombe. That's right, and Rob and- Beckett. Rob Beckett, yeah. And they get a different uh, comedian every week to come and chat to them about parenting through lockdown. And it's hilarious. They had Daisy Mae Cooper on. She was fantastic. Oh, she's so good. I, I've she's been watching great. all her Instagram videos this week. <laughs> she's brilliant, isn't she? Do you follow her on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I think she's the best person on Instagram. Yeah. She's so good. Check her out if you haven't seen her. Oh, my God, so good. She does these characters, like, she talks to... <laughs> Just Boris Johnson. Yeah. All right, Bojo, how's it going? And uh, <laughs> I, won't, I won't do the whole thing. But, but Check great. that one out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did we talk about? What have we? What have we got? What did we do? What have you done? What have you done this week? What do you do? What do we do? I tell you what I've done today. I went and got passport yeah. photos, which seems like a daft thing to do, really, doesn't it? It's not like we're going anywhere. Where are you quickly. going? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went and got them done, and I look like a massive meathead child catcher. They're terrible, terrible, terrible pictures. Oh, um, no. uh, that's 10 years I've got to look at that face. <laughs> oh, dear. I know. Why are they always so bad? What's yours like? Yeah. Have you got a good one? Mm, mine 
has a beard. I had a beard at that point. Oh, did you? I was going through a beard growing phase. I thought, <laughs> well, this is going to last forever. So I'll grow a beard and look really cool. Yeah. In my, uh, I think about that. Don't really have a beard so much these days. So do they always look strangely at you at don't customs? Use my passport then either. Well, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They usually do. Yeah. <laughs> go in that special room. But I think by telling you that, that just sums up the excitement levels in my house this week, doesn't it? Like yeah. if that's the main thing that I could pick out that I've done. I tell you what, I, I returned uh, returned something back to ASOS earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah, there we go. Pretty cool. <laughs> I returned a, a, a thermal cup. Oh, um, you know. I bought one for Charlotte, uh, a mug. What do you call it? A carry, a travel mug. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. And um, Romantic gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It was the main present uh, <laughs> for Christmas. The lid fell off, so I returned it. And that is my anecdote. <laughs> Did you? Oh, my God. There's so many more like that. <laughs> I've got so many between that's us. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh. No, actually, I, I do have a good one oh, because go on. yesterday I hired a skip <gasps> in my new house. Have you ever done yes. that? Oh, God, I don't know if I have. No, that's really exciting. It's really cool. So, yeah. what did you, how did you fill the skip? Yeah, filled it pretty quickly. Yeah. And we had our, our builder was with us and he's got all these tips for like how to fill a skip in the best, most efficient way and also slightly cheeky way yeah. a bit more than they say oh he taught me all about these are trade secrets here he's telling me <laughs> greedy boards greedy boards greedy boards so say you've got like a door or some sort of cabinet door that's really big yeah that's what we had a lot of uh you put them on the ends yeah on on the sides so so what they what that does and it's sort of sticking out like another sort of 12 inches oh i that see that just gives you a bit more oh. and then you put more stuff in the middle Yes. But it doesn't look too bad that they're like, oh, it's too much, mate. Can't That's a joke, that. yeah. It's enough. It's like, oh, all right, fine. All the greedy board. That's greedy clever. Board. <laughs> yeah. And then you put all your, your bags, soft bags of rubble and stuff. Yeah. So we had lots of sawdust from all the sanding. Yeah. Uh, you put that, that squashes bottom. down. Then you put more stuff on top of that. Yeah. And, uh, and there you go. Filled up a skip. I mean, that must have been satisfying, wasn't it? Yeah, so satisfying. <laughs> and is the house clear? Is the house completely clear now of like Pretty rubble? Much, yeah. And- yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. All, all the rubble's gone. Amazing. And I think the skip's even gone now. And uh, tomorrow, yeah, we are putting in a kitchen. Oh, fantastic! Oh, it's so exciting. No, it is. That's wonderful. Yeah, I love it. Well, so does that mean that you'll be on the move very soon? Could you be in there? Yeah, I think so. We just need a, a carpet. Like, yeah. How do you get? A, it's really hard to get a carpet at the moment because you can't go oh, to right. any shops. No. You have to guess. Guess where? You've got to guess. I think blue. <laughs> blue good. I, I like know. blue. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So that's. Um, but we yeah we basically we can move in, which should be really nice. Oh, well done! Hooray! Nice to have a home, isn't it? It really, it really is. Home. It really is oh. nice. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, look. Yeah. Because we've got so many exciting stories to say. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should we shouldn't waste them all now. We can save no, some of we'll these. No, we'll save some more. We'll save some more <laughs> for next time. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll let our listeners go, shall we? Mm, okay, I suppose so. <laughs> we'll just leave some long gaps of silence now. Okay. Just to... Will you edit them out in your uh, fancy new editings? <laughs> Did you like it this one this week? 
You haven't heard it yet. No. But <laughs> I think I will. I've heard that it's going to be really um, sleek. I edited out all the ums and ers. Even the when she said, like, the, we actually literally talked about ums and ers. Yeah. And you took so them out. Even, even got rid of that. <laughs> so it didn't make any sense. So Perfect. I had to put them back in. <laughs> oh, great. No, I, I'm looking forward to listening back over this. It's very cl- uh, confusing and meta, isn't it? This I whole think it's going to be too slick. <laughs> Tell, tell us, listener, did you like it? Was it too good? Yeah. Do you like it when it's less good? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, uh, please Give do. Give us feedback. Actually, they we can We don't even... get feedback. No, and we have never asked them to. Do you know what? No. Why don't you drop no. us an email? I'd blooming love an email this week. I'd love an email. Go on, someone. Right. Okay. What's the subject uh, going to be in the email? Um, okay. Tinsel. <laughs> yeah. Tinsel. Okay, so the subject... Heading is tinsel, and you can do it uh, anonymously. Mm. Or it's quite hard to send anonymous. Yeah, it email, is really it? hard. Set up a new email address. <laughs> uh, no, and we want to know who you are. Just tell we, us we who, you know who you are. No, yeah, no. but but like, honestly, any feedback because we would like to make this show as good as it can be. Yeah, like seriously, <laughs> we you want might, it to be good. Yeah, you might not realise that sometimes. You, <laughs> like, if there's a thing that you you hear us do every week, and you're like. Why do they keep doing that every week? They keep saying this stupid thing. Mm. We might not be aware of it. No, that's so, true. Or maybe there is something that you do like and you just want to tell us and we would like that too. We would love that. That would be great. And then if you don't get time to email us, then why don't you yeah. just go and tell one other person about this podcast and make them listen to it this week? Yeah. And then also maybe even join up to Patreon. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Join the Patreon. There's a link down below. Mm-hmm. You get uh, bonus episodes and a sense of knowing that you are helping us make the show. Yeah. Because we do put a lot of time and effort into it. And, we do. Um, I'm really sorry. Can you hear the noises Verity, behind what me? What is going on back, back there? There's basically a massive breakdown he, going on in the house. Does he want to get into bed? Maybe that's what it still... Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I think it's the other Verity's child. new favourite podcast recording area is yeah. underneath her son's bed or the bunker as i like to call it from now on yeah but that's true i i should vacate the bunker now and let him back in so okay well it's a good time to go so <laughs> yeah. uh thanks for listening everyone see you next week on three in a bar bye, bye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.